Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. As it spins in the Atlantic and is set to make landfall in South Carolina tomorrow, a federal judge in Florida once again sides with Donald Trump in the legal fight over those documents seized at Mar-a-Lago. We'll go in-depth in just a few minutes with Politico's Josh Gerstein. That's at 810. Will a Maryland appeals court stop the early counting of mail-in ballots? I'm Mike Marilla. 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Hurricane Ian is regaining strength in the Atlantic after leaving behind a massive trail of destruction in Florida. CBS Evening News anchor Nora O'Donnell is in Fort Myers. Ian has regained hurricane strength as it moves into the Atlantic, taking aim at Georgia and the Carolinas. But what it left behind here in Florida is unimaginable in scale and historic in reach. The president saying tonight this could be the deadliest hurricane in Florida's history. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said today this is a once in 500 year flooding event. The hurricane force winds and record storm surge caused widespread damage to entire communities and cities, washing away roads and bridges and knocking out power to millions. The storms killed at least 12 people so far, and hundreds have had to be rescued. Governor DeSantis says the most significant damage he's seen is in Fort Myers. Some of the homes were wiped out, and some of it was just concrete slabs. Of course, there were damage to, to some of our infrastructure, particularly the Sanibel Causeway. Hurricane and storm surge warnings have now been issued in the Carolinas as Ian heads towards South Carolina. David Martin owns a Piggly Wiggly there and says he's confident he won't run out of supplies. I've been through Matthew. I've been through a lot of them in my life here, and they're pretty much all similar and same about what people react like. Right now, Ian's a Category 1 hurricane. The House panel investigating the Capitol attack had one of its most sought-after interviews today. CBS's Scott McFarlane has details. Jenny Thomas, wife of Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, did answer some questions during a marathon appearance before the House Select January 6th committee behind closed doors. That's according to committee chairman Benny Thompson of Mississippi, who also said Ms. Thomas continued to express her belief the 2020 election was fraudulent. Several European countries are now reporting upticks in COVID cases and hospitalizations, and we could be next. Health experts warn there are signs the feared fall and winter wave of infections could now be around the corner. Cases and hospitalizations are on the rise in several European countries, and COVID hospitalizations in New England have now climbed to the worst levels in months. At CBS's Alexander 10. A new drug appears to slow the rate of cognitive decline in Alzheimer's patients, and medical experts are optimistic but skeptical. CBS's Dr. David Agus. It did appear that there was a small delay in time to progression of these patients of the ALS, um, but there were lots of problems with some of the data. And he says the FDA will have to weigh a lot of issues before authorizing it. The Dow lost 458 points today. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 8.03 here on WTOP, Thursday evening, September 29th, 2022. Gaithersburg at 54 degrees. Temperatures about that low overnight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. For the top local stories we're following this hour. 
We do have breaking news, a fresh update from the National Hurricane Center on Hurricane Ian. Its maximum sustained winds are 75 miles an hour, according to this fresh report out of the Hurricane Center at 8 this evening, just minutes ago. It is about 215 miles south of Charleston, South Carolina, 300 or so miles south of Cape Fear, North Carolina, and it is slowly pushing to the north and west to affect the Carolinas tomorrow. The deadly storm leaves behind catastrophic floods, life-threatening storm surge as it moves across Florida and, in fact, continues to lash Florida to a certain extent with some very heavy rain. Here in the D.C. area, we're expecting to see the rain from the remnants of Ian late tomorrow, and at least through the weekend, forecasters even expect some flooding. WTOP's Nick Ionelli explains how Virginia is preparing. Virginia is getting ready for Ian's severe weather. From Saturday through about Monday, and we anticipate the rain to arrive later in the day tomorrow. Governor Glenn Youngkin declared a state of emergency with the southern, central, and eastern portions of the state expected to get hit the hardest. Lauren Opet with the Virginia Department of Emergency Management. We're definitely watching the entire Commonwealth. Uh, we know from previous storms that they have the ability to shift. They have the ability to drop higher than projected rainfall totals. Rain and tidal flooding expected to last through the weekend and into next week. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. See several pictures of storm damage. Read a lot more about Hurricane Ian at WTOP.com. 805. It's breaking news related to campaign 2022. The man who hopes to be Maryland's next Republican governor challenged a recent court decision that allowed for the early counting of mail-in ballots. Now, an appeals court has decided on that challenge. WTOP's Mike Marillo has the answers we're looking for. Republican gubernatorial candidate Dan Cox says changing the process of when mail-in ballots are counted using the courts is unconstitutional. And he hoped the Maryland Court of Special Appeals would stop the change from taking place, but it chose not to. The decision means that mail-in ballots in the state can be counted as early as this coming Saturday. The change in the process was allowed by a Montgomery County Circuit Court judge after an emergency request from the state's Board of Elections, which argued that the original process of counting mail-in ballots two days after the election risked delaying the certification of the upcoming election. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Read more about this at WTOP.com. A major decision tonight in the mail-in ballot situation in Maryland. They will be counted early. In a video posted to social media, a Frederick County, Maryland high school student was seen spewing hateful speech against black people. School leaders are responding. The student attends Governor Thomas Johnson High School in Frederick, and WTOP has confirmed he was a JV football player who's no longer on the team. In a letter to parents, Principal Tracy Kibler says the student is facing school discipline as well as criminal charges. Kibler calls the student's speech unacceptable, adding, we are a collective student body that includes cultures and ethnicities from 62 nations around the globe. Our diversity is the fabric of our strengths. In a separate message, the superintendent and school board president urge anyone who sees or experiences discrimination, harassment, or intimidation to report it. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Meantime, members of the Frederick County, Maryland School Board are discussing a proposed policy on racism. The four-page document covers such matters as hiring, training, and data collection, as well as the curriculum, and it urges board members to engage in candid, action-oriented discussions about race and inequality in the school system. Volunteers on the board's Racial Equity Committee initially wrote the policy, but it's since been reworked by the board's Policy Committee. A final vote on this policy to fight racism could happen by year's end. Coming up here on WTOP, some more breaking news out of the political and legal realm. It has to do with the Mar-a-Lago seizure of documents, and now the court battle, or battles, I guess we could say plural, going on. Tonight we have clashes between two judges. The Trump-appointed judge... 
in Florida and the special master. Josh Gerstein of Politico will be along to explain all that to us. Stay with us on WTOP. The world's most advanced fighter engine is powering up for tomorrow's missions. Using proven technology, the Pratt & Whitney F-135 Enhanced Engine Package meets the needs of all F-35 operators while saving the taxpayer $40 billion in life cycle costs. Considering an extra engine for the F-35 is extra wasteful and extra risky, the Pratt & Whitney F-135 EEP is the smart decision. Learn more at prattwhitney.com slash F-135EEP. That's prattwhitney.com slash F-135EEP. COVID-19 moves fast and now you can too if you feel symptoms even if they're mild you should test fast test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19 then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin COVID-19 moves fast and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. 808. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Montgomery County, Randolph Road is closed in both directions at Neville Street just to the east of 355 because of an accident involving a train that struck a work vehicle there. So nobody's getting by either way on Randolph Road. As a result of that, things are going to go up and down 270. There are no delays on 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. And for the most part, running pretty well on the Beltway through Bethesda, Silver Spring, College Park, Greenbelt, all the way down toward the Wilson Bridge and 50 out to the Bay Bridge. That, too, is good to go. Virginia, southbound 95, slows from Woodbridge to the crash on the left shoulder. After Dale City and the rest area, the travel lanes are open. 66, that is running pretty well both ways. Northbound 395, still slows from Boundary Channel into town from the crash that is now out of the roadway near 12th Street. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Bob Inley, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stenifer. Ian will bring a breezy and raw weather pattern into the region for the next several days. Look for a good deal of cloud cover tonight. Lows in the mid to upper 40 suburbs, mid-50s closer into the district. Breezy on Friday. We'll see rain rolling in during the afternoon. Highs will be in the mid to upper 60s. Rainy and breezy on Saturday. Rain could be heavy times, many during the morning hours. Highs out of mid-60s. Rain possibly heavy at times on Sunday. Breezy highs out of mid-60s and showers are breezy on Monday. Highs mid to upper 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. Tonight in Reston, 62, Bethesda, 64, Woodbridge, 60 degrees. Some parts of the area could be down to the 40s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. Now 810 on WTOP. Got some more breaking news tonight. A district court judge who was appointed by former President Trump has overruled the special master in the Mar-a-Lago top secrets documents investigation involving Donald Trump. District Court Judge Eileen Cannon tells the lawyers for the former president they do not have to clarify their claims FBI agents lied about documents seized at the Florida estate. The new reporting coming from the Washington Post, the first clash between the two judges now, Special Master Raymond Deary, who was appointed by Cannon as an outside expert on the case, told the Trump team they must provide evidence by October 7th of any inaccuracies regarding the list of items seized. Several news organizations reporting on this tonight. Politico's Josh Gerstein is joining us live now, and I think it's the question I ask every time we discuss Mar-a-Lago. Josh, what does this new development mean? 
Well, it means that the whole process, this whole special master review that Trump has requested and gotten is going to take longer than it otherwise uh, would have. I mean, we have the judge down in Florida setting a more relaxed uh, timetable and sort of saying that the judge who's acting as the special master who's based up in New York um, has been sort of too aggressive in what he's projecting they could get done. It also means that, uh, as you were alluding to, uh, Trump doesn't have to say right away if he really wants to back up his claims that the FBI planted evidence or miscategorized things. Now the way the judge has structured this, um, she'll allow them to make those claims later in the process as opposed to making them up front, which is what the New York-based uh, judge had suggested. So it means this process is going to run more the way Trump lawyers have suggested than the way the government and the special master have suggested. You have talked about just now Judge Cannon issuing an order extending the timeline for the outside review. Uh, do we have a date? How long will it last? Well, she set a deadline of December 16th. Uh, we don't know if it will take that much time or maybe they'll ask for an extension. A lot of the deadlines she set were for lawyers to file something, you know, two or three weeks after somebody else took a certain action. So it's hard to say exactly what the firm deadlines are. But if you look at this calendar she's laying out, uh, when I look at it, honestly, there's there's no way that this process is going to be resolved by the end of the year, even if the special master completes his work, uh, either side, if they have any objection to this, folks should remember these are just recommendations to the judge who's handling the case. And so they can then take those objections up with her. And it sounds like if there's going to be a hearing on those types of issues, um, it's very unlikely it would take place anytime sooner than January of next year. Now, it is dangerous to make assumptions in all cases in life, but especially when it comes to the law, if you haven't kind of dug in to the law, perhaps the way you have, Josh, is it your understanding that Judge Cannon, who again is a Trump appointee and has ruled with him a lot, controls the special master? A lot of us thought that the special master would be just that, a special person who is independent of all this and is kind of looking through the documents and making these decisions. I would say the special master is not really independent. I mean, they're supposed to be independent of the parties in the case, but they really function as an assistant to the judge. You know, um, judges are busy and they um, don't want to get in the time-consuming task. You know, we've heard that there was originally talk of maybe 10 or 11,000 documents the FBI took down there. Now Trump's lawyers are saying there are indications that there might be as many as 200,000 pages of documents. I don't know if that's realistic or not, but it's the kind of thing that a sitting district court judge who has a big criminal docket and civil docket might not want to wade into on a daily basis for weeks. And so the idea is to bring in an outside party to assist him or her with that. And uh, yeah, Cannon is basically the boss, although the unusual part here is you have equivalent rank, but it has this, how this works. Of course, the Trump side or the government is free to appeal or try to get an appeals court to overturn it, and the government already basically succeeded in that, getting the 100 or so potentially classified documents completely excluded from this review. Yeah. Well, we just have seconds left, and I, I apologize. A bit of your last answer was garbled. That's Skype's fault, not your fault. But uh, what final thought do you have here, again, about the questions that we keep coming back to? For those who want answers about what unfolded at Mar-a-Lago, are you waiting until next year? Are you waiting even beyond that? 
Uh, we'll get a little bit, uh, we'll get a few answers, I think, here in the coming months and some more details about what went on. But in terms of a determination, even from the court uh, about what happened, that, that's going to be sometime into next year. I don't think people should expect that resolution of this uh, to happen in a very timely manner, especially on a political timetable. Appreciate the update very much. Have a great weekend. That's Josh Gerstein with Politico joining us with the latest developments tonight involving the Mar-a-Lago investigation. Stay close to WTOP for the latest. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And we turn next to Rob Woodfork. All right, week four in the NFL officially underway in Cincinnati. The Bengals hosting the 3-0 Miami Dolphins in a primetime uh, reunion between Joe Burrow and Tua Tungavailoa. Uh, Cincinnati tonight breaking in the all-white uniforms that include the white helmets with Bengal stripes. Uh, that calls to mind our discussion in this week's DC Sports Huddle on the Commanders debuting their all-black threads in Dallas Sunday. George Wallace, I like the whole black. I like the look. Like it's fine. I like it. It's something different. I don't know about the numbers. Like they're they're sharp. The helmets. Don't get me wrong. But right. the numbers. I think, Rob, you and I were talking about it. I don't know about the numbers on the side. The W looks good in the front. It's smaller, but I kind of would like to see that on the side of the helm. Yeah, we discuss what has to happen for Washington to steal a big W and big D on the D.C. Sports Huddle on WTOP.com or your preferred podcast platform. We also woke Dave Johnson out of a sound sleep in Japan to discuss the Wizards preseason opener against the uh, Golden State Warriors there in Japan that has Coach Wes Unsell Jr. hoping. It's also a great opportunity for bonding. What's well, a big piece of it? You know, there are a lot of really talented individual players. The teams that pull together and coalesce at the right time, those are the ones that usually start the season hot, but also carries them through some of those tough stretches. The Nationals off tonight and on Saturday nights. That game has now been moved to 1 p.m. tomorrow due to the remnants of Hurricane Ian expected to hit our area this weekend. The Orioles' uh, postseason hopes all but ended with a 5-3 loss in Boston today. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. EN is a hurricane again with sustained winds at 75 miles an hour. The deadly storm is expected to hit the South Carolina coast around noon tomorrow with dangerous flooding, storm surge, and strong winds. Congress is moving quickly to avoid a government shutdown. The Senate passed a short-term spending bill that would finance federal agencies into mid-December. The legislation also provides money to low-income families for winter heating and money for Ukraine. And this measure now heads to the U.S. House. A Rockville couple is accused of trying to sell protected and personal health information involving U.S. military members to Russia. But they were caught by an undercover FBI agent. They could face decades in prison. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in just minutes. 818. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. And Montgomery County on the Beltway Interloop near Connecticut Avenue. Getting first word of a car fire there, so be alert. Interloop Beltway after Connecticut Avenue. Randolph Road is closed in both directions east of Rockville Pike at Neville Street at the railroad crossing. A train hit a work truck there, so it is closed both ways on that stretch of Randolph Road, just east of 355. On 95 and on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, you're doing well on each. Same with 270. In Virginia, there is a crash on the outer loop of the Beltway uh, just after Braddock Road along the right side, and that is causing a bit of a slowdown there. Traffic on uh, 66 is doing all right. 95 southbound slows through Woodridge through Dale City. Uh, the crash on the left shoulder after the rest area south of Dale City. Due to overwhelming response, Regency Furniture has held over the $47 million liquidation. Top name brands discounted up to 80% off two final days 
this weekend in Waldorf. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast for Mike Stennifer. Ian's going to bring some rain and some breezy and damp conditions to the region for the next several days. Look for a mostly cloudy sky tonight. Lows will be in the mid to upper 40 suburbs, low to mid-50s, closer into the district. Going to be cloudy and breezy on Friday, and during the afternoon, rain's going to roll in from the south. Look for highs in the mid to upper 60s. Rain may be heavy at times Friday night into Saturday morning, then some showers Saturday afternoon, breezy. Highs will be in the low to mid-60s. Rainy and breezy on Sunday could be another round of heavy rain as the day goes on. Highs will be in the low to mid-60s. Showers will persist on Monday. Breezy highs mid-upper 60s. There's still risk of showers on Tuesday, and we'll stay breezy with highs in the mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stiniford. Tonight in Roslyn, 64, Farragut Square, 64, and Laurel, 63. Some parts of our area down to the 50s and 40s late tonight. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Pay for half your new roof later and half never. Ahead on WTOP for at least a quarter century now, D.C. has been trying to solve its lead in the drinking water problem. A new report says it might not be able to meet its goal of replacing lead water pipes in just a few years. Those details coming up. It's 820. And now from WTOP Small Business September Series, presented by Eagle Bank, here's Jack McDougall, President and CEO of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. Particularly for small businesses on the on the pay side, I think that's a real challenge. What I think is emerging, though, what you see out there is more and more employees are looking for a sense of purpose. And so it's mission-driven. And so I think organizations right now that have a really compelling mission value or a purpose value proposition are attracting people. And so and I think that's true at the, at the small business level, particularly in the nonprofits, as well as at larger companies. And so there's a real emphasis on that. I think one of the things the pandemic did for all of us is it just caused us to take a pause and rethink. To hear more of this interview, visit WTOP and search Small Business September. To learn more about how Eagle Bank can help your business grow, go to EagleBankCorp.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Eagle Bank, building business, building relationships. What events around here are canceled this weekend because of the remnants of the hurricane? The story coming up. I'm Bob Burke founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group, a family of brands that includes RepairClinic.com, an appliance and HVAC parts solution company that's grown into an international brand. Before AmericanEagle.com, we partially launched a new technology platform developed by another firm. American Eagle helped take our technology to a whole new level with digital marketing, software development, and business insights into our key markets, appliances, HVAC, and outdoor power equipment, and did so both on time and on budget. AmericanEagle.com has the resources, experience, and talent needed to produce solutions. Our new technology platform developed by AmericanEagle.com has produced tremendous results with higher traffic, conversion, engagement, and online revenue. If you have any home repairs you need to take care of, check us out at RepairClinic.com. If you need a world-class website or technology project, then I would highly recommend AmericanEagle.com. Call AmericanEagle.com at 773-NETWORK. That's AmericanEagle.com, 773-NETWORK. If you live in the counties of Fairfax, Arlington, Prince William, the cities of Alexandria, Fairfax, Falls Church, or the towns of Herndon, Clifton, and Vienna, your personal property taxes are due October 5th. The safest, easiest, and fastest way to pay is online, by phone, or by mail. Visit your local jurisdiction's website for more information. Again, personal property taxes are due October 5th throughout Northern Virginia. Message from the Northern Virginia Regional Commission. This is WTOP News. At 823, if you've lived in the area a while, remember 2004 and the lead in the water crisis in D.C.? 
The district has struggled since then to get the lead out of its drinking water. Now we learn D.C. may not be able to meet its goal to replace all lead water service lines by 2030. A new report that was commissioned by the D.C. Council says it can't happen unless there are major changes to the pipe replacement program. To meet the deadline, lawmakers have to pass legislation requiring property owners to replace lead service lines and make sure all such replacements are free to everyone. Currently, the program is voluntary, and then homeowners would have to pay for at least part of the pipe replacement, and that means thousands of dollars in costs. We've been telling you what a devastating storm Hurricane Ian has been for the people of Florida. Entire rows of houses, neighborhoods destroyed, beachfront property destroyed. Its remnants could hit Maryland's eastern shore pretty hard this weekend. So the organizers of a large music festival in Ocean City have canceled that. The billboards for Ocean's Calling Festival have been posted in Ocean City for months, beckoning music lovers to the three-day festival. It would have been the first for the resort town, but organizers and city officials are already looking ahead. In a statement, Ocean City Mayor Rick Meehan expressed disappointment after working with event promoters since May of last year. He said they're already working with them to bring Ocean's Calling Festival back to Maryland's coast next year. A spokesperson for the festival organizer said the decision to cancel was heartbreaking and difficult, but the safety of fans, artists, and staff is the top priority. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. In Virginia Beach, they have canceled the Neptune Festival for this weekend. In Alexandria, Del Rey's annual Art on the Avenue has been postponed to Saturday, November 12th, and the 39th annual Fall Jubilee in Old Town Manassas, that's been postponed to Saturday, October 8th. 824 on WTOP. Bring you money news 25 and 55, and here's Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Sellers were back on Wall Street after a one-day hiatus. Stocks fell sharply as interest rate fears returned. Dow Industrials dropped 458. The S&P lost 79. The Nasdaq tumbled 314. Amazon is closing all but one of its U.S. call centers and shifting hundreds of employees to remote work. Sources say the only one to remain open will likely be in Houston or Huntington, West Virginia. Amazon is looking to cut costs. Damage assessments have begun in Florida after Hurricane Ian ripped across the state. Early estimates put the potential loss at $69 billion. The storm could further upend Florida's already unstable home insurance market. Soaring inflation and rising interest rates weighed on the economy during the second quarter. The government's final estimate shows the economy shrank at a six-tenths of one percent annual rate, despite a gain in consumer spending. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Tokyo stocks are down one percent. South Korea, half a percent lower. Australia is down a quarter percent. Floridians survey the damage from Hurricane Ian as the storm is moving towards South Carolina. CBS News with a special report. Coming your way here on your weather alert station, WTOP, at 826. I'm Katie from Long Roofing. My great-grandfather founded the Long Legacy with reliability, value, and quality in mind. Cooler weather is coming, so it's a great time to make sure your roof is ready for the season. Small leaks can lead to big problems like structural damage and even mold. Stay warm and cozy under your long roof. Schedule a free estimate today and you'll see we do roof replacement the right way, the long way. Women's leadership is elevating our world, and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News & World Report. We are committed 